from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents the Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass on this feast of St. Joseph the Worker. My name is Father Michael Coots. The, the televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from three donors. The first is B. Tenier from Oshawa, Ontario, in loving memory of her son, Darko. The second is, um, are the members of the Knights of Columbus of St. John the Baptist Parish in Estevan, Saskatchewan, for vocations to the priesthood and religious life, and for all healthcare workers and COVID-19 victims. The third is an anonymous donor from Mississauga, Ontario, for the return to the faith of some family members, safety and protection for her children and grandchildren, for the repose of the souls of the family members, for refugees and marginalized in the society. Our thanks go out to the donors for the gift of this Mass. As you know, during this week, we are praying for vocations, the most common and the most Pop, um, prolific vocation is the vocation to married life and a few single life uh, witnesses within our faith community. And to serve these vocations, you have the vocation to the priesthood and religious life. Religious life is brothers, sisters, and priests who consecrate themselves to God. The word vocation comes from the Latin vocare, which means to call. And you and I are called during this Eucharist to turn away from sin and be faithful to God. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You plead for us at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us now praise God during this feast of St. Joseph. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, you take you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you are the, alone are the Most High, O Jesus Christ. In the, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. O God, creator of all things, who laid down for the human race the law of work, graciously grant that by the example of St. Joseph and under his patronage, we may complete the works you set us to do and attain the rewards of your promise through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Saul, still breathing threats, and murder against the disciples of the Lord 
went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogue at Damascus, so that if he found anyone who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying, and he is seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man. How much evil has he done to your saints in Jerusalem? And here he has authority from chief priests to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on your way here has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized and after taking some food, he regained his strength. For several days, Saul was with the disciples in Damascus and immediately he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue saying, Jesus is the son of God. The word of the Lord. Just for ever. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood, you, will ha you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day, for my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. The Gospel of the Lord. We all know the story of the mystery of the Annunciation when the angel came to Mary and said, would you be the mother of the Most High? It was a definite call from God and we had a definite answer from Mary. Be it done to me according to your will. Today on the Feast of St. Joseph, we don't hear that call, but the St. Joseph was actually called. We don't hear his answer. In fact, we don't hear a word of St. Joseph. But we know how he lived out his call as being the foster father and the guardian, the husband of Mary and the guardian of the child Jesus. This week, we are speaking about vocations to religious life, uh, vocations to a religious brother, religious sister, to a religious priest. It is said, that God does not know two things. The first is what a Jesuit thinks and what is he going to do next? And secondly, how many orders and congregations of nuns there are throughout the world? And in that sense, I'm like, God, I have no idea. The two orders of nuns that influenced my life were the Kenoshan sisters who taught my mother and my aunts and in and gave them the values in life, and therefore indirectly gave me values in my own life. And then my aunts would teach in similar at the schools of the Loretta sisters. And whenever they came home, they were always talking about how wonderful these sisters were. And so I had a great respect and love for them. And I began to realize that these sisters not only the Loretta's and the Kenoshan, but sisters in general are the beating heart of the church in our world today, and they are in the front line of everything, and unfortunately, not acknowledged. Because of them, we have schools today here in Canada, schools and hospitals and orphanages. We have people taking care of uh, women in the street and abused people, thanks to the sisters. When I think about the sisters, I think about, they are the people who dream the impossible dream. They are the brave people who dare to go where the brave dare not go. 
They are the ones who reach for the impossible star. And therefore, they are the heart of our church today. When you come to the religious brothers of the late Bishop Atala Miklosiazi would say, the brothers embody the core or the spirit of the order or the congregation. They're not praised for baptisms and marriages and funerals, but they are there to help and to push forward the vocation of a priest. Coming to religious orders, the oldest and the most venerable are the Benedictines of over 15 centuries. Their main motto was ora et labora, to pray and to work. We also know about the Franciscans and the Dominicans, to name just a few. And here in Canada, the Oblates of Mary Immaculate are the ones who do the wonderful work in the Northern Territories of Canada. When Mike Walsh asked me, Deacon Mike Walsh asked me, he says, uh, how would you describe your vocation? I would say, I was born in Bombay, buttered in Guyana, uh, bred in Guyana and buttered in Canada. I did not have like uh, Deacon, uh, not Deacon, but Dan Smith read in our first reading, a vocation just like a conversion just like St. Paul. I was not knocked down after living in the fast lane with wine, women, and song. I came from a poor family, but very rich in love, devout and devoted parents. And so when I asked my mother what should I join, whether I should join the diocesan priesthood or the Jesuits, she said, without doubt, join the Jesuits. They take long in preparation and you're a slow learner. Something will stick to you. In 1959, there were seven of us smobs, St. Mary's old boys, who joined the religious order. There were three of us who were at, between the ages of 16 and 17, and the other four were not that much older. Six, 60 years later, we have four in the Jesuit order and priests. When I joined, I decided I want to save my soul and save the souls of others. And then gradually I began to realize it was what our cantor, Kara sang, go out to the whole world and proclaim the good news. And I was hoping that as I preached, there would be instant conversions like instant coffee. But somebody told me, says, remember when I come to Guyana, God has already been there before you come, and God will be there when you leave. Never take yourself too seriously. And these are the things that remain with me as I worked in Guyana. They shaped me. They began to show me what it was to be compassionate and kind and to reach out to others. They always asked me to do the extra because that is what God wants you to do. Gradually, my life changed from just saving my souls and the souls of others to realizing it was a personal relationship with God. And it was this that I came to give my life to. God bless you all. Would you now pray with me? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, during this week of Masses for the prayer for vocations, we offer you these prayers. We pray for teens and young people that they may overcome fear of unworthiness and truly consider the vocation to the priesthood or religious life. We pray to the Lord. 
for the, that the example of religious sisters and brothers may attract many young people to give their lives to Jesus. We pray to the Lord that parents and grandparents have the grace to guide their children through their trials of life and help them to discern not just their careers, but also their vocations. We pray to the Lord. God, our loving Father, send workers into your great harvest so that the gospel is preached, that the poor are served with love and the suffering are comforted and your people strengthened by the sacraments. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Through the mystery of this wine and water, may we share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink. Lord God, be pleased to accept. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. God, fount of all mercy, look upon our offerings which we bring before your majesty in commemoration of Saint Joseph and mercifully grant that the gifts we offer may become the means of project protection for those who call upon you through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, and on the commemoration of Saint Joseph, to glorify you and bless you. For this just man was given by you as the spouse of the Virgin Mother of God, and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of your household to watch like a father over your only begotten son, who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him the angels praise your majesty, heaven and virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices join with them as we sing. <clears throat>
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. <clears throat> In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, <coughs> giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, bishops across Canada, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. 
Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of this year church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. At this moment, take an opportunity to send a message of peace to those around you. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us all to everlasting life. For those of you at home, join with me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Having fed upon heavenly delights, we humbly ask you, O Lord, that by St. Joseph's example, cherishing in our hearts the sign of your love, we may ever enjoy the fruit of perpetual peace through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, alleluia. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. Remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of our celebrants.